We're ready to continue what we started yesterday in our Bible study. We're talking about Paul and his great example to us and how what he taught us and what he instructed us to do about not quitting, but persevering, but hanging in there. And he told us to finish the course. Paul said, I have finished the course. We are to choose to finish. Paul said, I have finished the course God gave me, the race. It's not a dash. It's not a hundred yards. It's a marathon. That's what the Christian life is. And if we take the long look, we have to be willing to recognize that it's not soon over and we have to stay at it and we have to keep at it and we have to keep going. And some people do really well for a while and then they fizzle out in their Christian walk. Some people even do well until their senior years and then during their senior years, they don't do well. But Paul says, keep on keeping on. And Paul, writing to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 9, talked about this very thing. He said in 9.24, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. And everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. And they do it to receive not a perishable crowd, but an imperishable. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way. As not just beating the air, but I buffet my body, and I make it my slave, lest possibly after I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. Paul said, I stay at it. I don't give up. I don't quit. I've, I've got to be an example. I've got to be a witness. I've got to let people know. Second Corinthians uh, encourages where Paul said in chapter 4, verse 1, Do not lose heart, for though your outer man is decaying, your inner man is being renewed day by day, for momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, which is beyond all comparison. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. The things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Paul is saying, take the long look and finish the course. Hang in there. Stay at it. Keep it up. Calvin Coolidge was president of the United States a long time ago, and he was called Silent Cal because he didn't talk much. But there was one time when he said something was really worth listening to. He said, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than an unsuccessful person with great talent. Genius will not. Unrewarding genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. The point is, we must keep at it. Thomas Carlyle, having completed the first volume of his work on the French Revolution, gave the manuscript to his friend John Stuart Mill to read. Mill's housemaid seeing what she thought was a bundle of waste paper lying on his desk, threw it all into the fire, and there was no other record of this, this tremendous research that Carlyle had done on the French Revolution. Still, he did not, he did not whine, he did not complain. Carlyle said, Carlyle said, do not pity me, but forward me rather as a runner that, whose trip will not, will not take his trip lying down, and, but I will keep on until I get it finished. And that's what we're talking about, going to the finish, choosing to go all the way. You may have heard the true story about 
the year the, about a little boy a generation or two ago whose friend accidentally poured gasoline instead of kerosene onto the stove fire at their little country schoolhouse. The store the, the stove blew up, killing the other boy instantly, and the ten year old boy was so seriously injured the doctors wanted to amputate his legs, but his parents begged daily to give him one more day. Finally, they were able to save his legs, and after months of living and hoping and praying, the, the doctors found that his legs were greatly scarred, and one was two and a half inches uh, shorter than the other one. And they said he would probably never walk, but he did walk. He kept on trying till he walked, and then he kept on walking till he ran, and then he did something beyond anybody's expectations. Nobody would ever have dreamed that Glenn Cunningham, who became one of the greatest runners, marathon runners in Olympic history, and milers, and because he said, I'm going to finish. I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to keep running. And <clears throat> that's what God says to us. Paul says, finish, finish, finish. I can't say that enough. Keep it up. Then <clears throat> choose to keep the faith, Paul said. That's his third instruction. And <clears throat> Paul, by faith, means two things. First, a real relationship with Christ. I've kept my faith with him. I've walked with him. I've talked with him. Paul says, I've kept uh, my time daily with him. I've been faithful to him. I've been doing his will. Paul is not saying he was perfect. He was not saying he never failed. He did. But he was doing the things daily that God wanted him to do. And just like Jesus did, he did the will of his Father. But also, faith means doctrinal integrity. It means believing what God says in his word enough to act on it. It means taking the Bible over what people say and what other things say, and believing God no matter what. And if we do that, we will find the steps that we need. God will teach us how to hang in there. But let me mention something else, the inspiration to persevere, to keep up, keep at it, to hang in there. You see, Paul hung in there, and he said, if we do, we will, it, it, we will be like him. We'll choose to fight. We'll choose to keep the faith. We'll choose to finish. But he had inspiration. He had the right purpose. That purpose was to please God. He mentioned that purpose a lot. He said, my ambition, 2 Corinthians 5, 9, is to please God. Whether I live or whether I die, I just want to please God. That's the greatest purpose anybody can possibly have, is to want to please God. If you have the right purpose, you can get to the right conclusion, and you can come to the right end of where you're headed. You see, if that becomes our goal, if everything we do is to please God, then if whatever other folks do, we please God. Whatever is taking place in our society around us, we please God. We don't try to satisfy everybody, scratch everybody's back, tickle everybody's ears, go with everybody. We do what pleases God. George Tywell faced many hindrances for Christ. Again and again, he said, I've been tempted to give up the struggle, but always... The figure of that man hanging on the cross sends me back to my task again. And he realized that Jesus hung in there for him, so he was going to hang in there for Jesus. But secondly, inspiration comes from believing the right principles. You see, this personal relationship with Jesus and pleasing him is, is that we take him at his word and we practice what he tells us in his word. And every day, by his Spirit's power, we seek to believe it. 
and uh, and that he says what we sow we're going to reap so we're going to talk about that more tomorrow so come back and be with me and let's study again about what it means to hang in there god bless you have a great day <music>